What's up, what's up, what's up? It is your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs, and you're listening to the new show right here on Active FM, where Christ music is hot music, and I don't joke about that. Now, something sparked my interest, and I really love um, movies. I love um, watching things. I love reading things and stuff. And I was reading, oh, was I watching? I was watching a documentary on Elon Musk, and they basically spoke about the fact that he has discovered or invented or is testing um, a new technology that will basically alter the 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 human race, if I could put it that way. And it it is he he even started a company, if I could put it that way, say that he started a company that is basically testing this new technology and it's called Neuralink. And we're basically gonna be speaking about um what is Neuralink? What is the technology behind Neuralink? And what is he wanting to use it for? But most of all, and most importantly, what is the dangers? What are the dangers with uh this whole um Neuralink technology and and how it will affect us as the human race and what does the Bible say about such technology which is the most important thing to think about what what is he inventing and what the Bible basically says about it yes even though it was written more than 2,000 years ago it is still relevant to us today so yeah that is what we're going to be speaking about so keep listening it's it's going to be really really interesting and I am I am going to uh, give you guys an extract from his presentation on this technology and what they want to use it for. Like I say, this is Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix and you're listening to the new show on Active FM where Christ music is hot music. Rapid Trade is passionate about mobility and solutions that make a difference in your business. From mobile sales and sales management to van sales and proof of delivery. For a demo, call Rapid Trade. 011-493-9755. Rapid Trade, ahead of the game. Born and raised in Pretoria, South Africa, Mosk moved to Canada when he was 17 to attend Queen's University. He transferred to the University of Pennsylvania two years later, where he received an economics degree from the Wharton School and a degree in physics from the College of Arts and Science. He began a PhD in applied physics and materials sciences at Stanford University in 1995 but dropped out after two days to pursue an entrepreneurial career. He subsequently co-founded Zip2, a web software company which was acquired by Compaq for $340 million in 1999. Musk then founded X.com, an online bank. It merged with Confinity in 2000 and later that year became PayPal, which, is, which was bought by eBay for $1.5 billion in October 2002. And then in May 2002, Musk founded SpaceX, an aerospace manufacturer and space transport service company, of which he is CEO and lead designer. He joined Tesla Inc., an electric, an electric vehicle and solar panel manufacturer in 2004. That year, after it was uh, the year after it was founded, and became its CEO and product architect. In 2006, he inspired the creation of Solar City, a solar energy service company, and operates as its chairman. And then in 2015, Musk co-founded. 
OpenAI, a non-profit research company that aims to pr promote friendly artificial intelligence. In July 2016, he co-founded Neuralink, a neurotechnology company focused on developing brain-computer interfaces. In December 2016, Mo Musk founded The Boring Company an infrastructure and tunnel construction company. In addition to his primary business pursuits, um, Musk has envisioned a high-speed transportation system known as Hyperloop and has proposed a vertical takeoff and landing supersonic jet, an electric aircraft with electric fan uh, propulsion known as the Musk electric jet. Musk has stated that so Musk has stated that the goals of SpaceX, Tesla, and SolarCity revolve around his vision to change the world and humanity. His goals include reducing global warming through sustainable energy, production and consumption, and reducing the risk of human extinction by establishing a human colony on Mars. And that is the basic about Elon Musk. And if you didn't get it within the text that I just read out, we are speaking about his brain computer inter interfaces which he is bas basically focusing on now with his Neuralink company. Now that was the basic of Elon Musk and we're basically going to be speaking about his the, the, his his project with Neuralink and what, what they're focusing on and it's all about the brain and the computer interface and all of these things and he's he's basically creating a chip that he's gonna, he can implant in humans human brains that will connect us to artificial intelligence but now this is the funny thing in 2000 so he founded the company Neuralink in 2015 but in 2014, he basically made a statement live of how he doesn't trust artificial intelligence. And uh, this is the reason why. Now, Elon Musk is usually far from a technological, a technological premisist. From electric cars to Mars colonies, he's made his name by insisting that the future can get here faster. But when it comes to artificial intelligence, he sounds very different. Speaking at MIT in 2014, he called artificial intelligence humanity's biggest existential threat and compared it to summoning the demon. So he, Elon Musk's main focus or with all these business ventures and stuff like that is to basically stop humanity from uh, getting extinct or whatever and he basically says that artificial uh, intelligence is one of the biggest threats to humanity um, he reiterated those fears in an interview published uh, by records Kara Swisher though with a little less apocalyptic rhetoric as AI gets probably much smarter than humans the relative intelligence ratio is probably similar to that between a person and a cat um, maybe bigger. That's that's basically what he said in the interview. He also said that he does think that we need to be very careful about the advancement of artificial intelligence. Too many people, even machine learning researchers, um, and artificial intelligence that surpasses humans 
by as much as we suppose cats sound like a distant dream. We are still struggling to solve even simple seeming problems with machine learning. Self-driving cars have an extremely hard time under unusual conditions because many things that come instinctively to humans. Anticipating the movement of a biker, identifying a plastic bag flapping in the wind on the road are very difficult to teach a computer. Greater than human cap capabilities seem a long way away. Musk is hardly alone in sounding the alarm though. Artificial intelligence scientists at Oxford and at UC Berkeley um, and many other researchers publishing groundbreaking results agree with Mosk that AI could be very dangerous. They are concerned that we are eagerly working towards deploying powerful AI systems and that we might do so under conditions that are ripe for dangerous mistakes. If we take this concern seriously, what should we be doing? People concerned with AI risks vary enormously in the details of their approach, but agree on one thing, we should be doing more research. Musk wants the U United States government to spend a year or two understanding the problem before they consider how to solve it. So that was basically what he fears about artificial intelligence and, and, and stuff. But then a year later, he decided that, listen, he thinks that artificial intelligence is good for the humans that we should basically um, merge our human brains with artificial intelligence. So he basically started the company Neuralink and they're testing a new technology that will, like I said, connect our, our brain with artificial intelligence. And listen to the short extract from his presentation about what the device is going to do, what the chip is going to do, what they plan on, on getting out of this research and stuff. So listen to this. Why have Neuralink? Uh, just to, to go over it is I think it's important for us to address brain-related diseases. Um, the, 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 everyone, if they, if you survive cancer and heart disease, the odds are that you will have uh, some brain-related disorder. So it'll be like Alzheimer's or, or dementia, and if you don't, uh, friends and family will for sure. Um, and I think unless we have some sort of brain-machine interface. Uh, that can solve uh, brain ailments of all kinds, whether it's an accident or uh, congenital or any kind of brain-related disorder, uh, or, or a spinal disorder, if you know somebody who's uh, broken their neck or broken their spine. Uh, we can solve that with a chip. And, and this is something that I think most people don't uh, quite understand yet. And we're going to go over in detail how this is possible. Um, but I, th I think there's, there's an incredible amount we can do to, to solve um, brain disorders, act, uh, damage. Um, and, and all this will, will occur actually, I think, quite slowly. Um, so I do want to emphasize that it's not going to be like suddenly uh, Neuralink will have this incredible neural lace and start taking over people's brains. Okay. It will take a long time. <laughs> um, so, and, and, and you'll see it coming. So getting, getting FDA approval for implantable or devices of any kind is quite, quite difficult. Um, and this will be a slow process where we will gradually increase the um, issues that we solve until ultimately we can do a full uh, brain machine interface, uh, meaning that we can 
ultimately, yeah, this is going to sound pretty weird, but um, achieve a sort of symbiosis with artificial intelligence. So, uh, but this is, this is not a mandatory thing. Um, this is a thing that you can choose to have if you want. Um, and and this, this is something I think is going to be really important um, at a civilization level scale. So, um, and I, I've, I've said a lot about AI over the years, uh, but I, I think even in a benign AI scenario, we will be left behind. Um, and so, and hopefully it is a benign scenario, um, but I think with um, a high bandwidth brain machine interface, I think we can actually go along for the ride. Um, and we can effectively have the option of merging with AI. I think this is extremely important. Now, Elon Musk says startup Neuralink, which aims to build a scalable implant to connect human brains with computers, has already implanted chips in rats and plans to test its brain-machine interface with humans within two years, with a long-term goal of people merging with artificial intelligence. Our brain-machine interfaces have been around for a while. Some of the earliest success of the technology include Brown University's BrainGate, which first enabled a paralyzed person to control a computer cursor in 2006. Since then, a variety of research groups and companies, including the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center and DARPA-backed Synchron, have been working on similar devices. There are two basic approaches. You can do it invasively, creating an interface with an implant that directly touches the brain or you can do it non-invasively usually by electrodes placed near the skin. The latter is the approach used by startup CTRL Labs for example. Now Neuralink says Mosk is going to go the invasive route meaning that they are actually going to implant a chip in our brain instead of using electrodes. Uh, it developed a chip containing an array of up to 96 small polymer threads each with up to 32 electrodes that can be implanted into the brain via robots and a two milli millimeter incision. The threads are small less than six micrometers because as Mosk noted in remarks uh, delivered in a speech uh, in a webcast actually and I quote if you stick something in your brain don't sorry if you stick something in your brain don't want it to be a giant you want it to be tiny so what he's basically saying there is if you want to put something in someone's brain you don't want to put this hectic this humongous thing you want it to be very tiny that's why he basically uh, made this chip to be as small as small as it is once implanted according to Musk, the chip would connect wirelessly to devices it basically bluetooth to your phone uh, Musk co-founded Neuralink in 2017 and serves as the company's CEO, though it's unclear how much involvement he has given he has given that he's also serving as CEO for space, SpaceX and Tesla. Company co-founder and president Max Hodak has a biomedical engineering degree from Duke and has co-founded two other companies, MyFit and Transcriptic. Neuralink has raised 66 
$1.27 million in venture funding so far, so far according to PitchBook, which estimates the startup's valuation at $509.3 million. Both Musk and Hodak spoke about the potential for its company's neural implants to improve the lives of people with brain damage and other brain disabilities. Its first goal, based on its discussions with such patients, is the ability to control a mobile device. The company's long-term goal is a bit more fantastical and relates to Musk's oft-repeated concerns over the dangers of advanced artificial intelligence. Their goal is to use the company's chip to create a tertiary level of the brain that would be linked to artificial intelligence. We can effectively have the option of merging are worth artificial intelligence. Now Musk pointed out and said that after solving a bunch of brain-related diseases, there is a mitigation of the existential threat of AI. In terms of progress, the company says that it has built a chip and a robot to implant it, which it has implanted into rats. According to the white paper the company has published, it was able to record rat brain activity from its chips and with many more channels that exist on current systems in use with humans. That said, as many healthcare startups have learned, it's a long road to travel from rats to humans. Extremely long road. And not everyone makes it. For Neuralink, the first human clinical trials are expected for next year. Though Haddock mentioned that the company has not yet begun to the FDA processes needed to conduct those tests. Not that Musk expe expects that you'll be connecting with your brain anytime soon, despite the improvements to the machine interfaces that the company was touting. Musk warned the crowd that, that many of the advancements he's talked about are years or decades away. He basically said, and I quote, it's not going to be like suddenly Neuralink will have the incredible new interface and take over people's brains. He carried on saying, and I quote, it will take a long time and you'll see it coming. Getting FDA approval for imp implantable devices of any kind is quite, a is quite difficult and this will be a slow process. And that's basically, uh, an, in a nutshell, what what Neuralink is about and what Elon Musk is basically venturing towards. I mean, we've got SpaceX and the whole thing of going to the moon, which is crazy and but cool in the same way and stuff like that because we've watched so many movies about people going to the moon and stuff. But Neuralink, personally for me, I don't, I'm not excited about it. Uh, mostly because of my belief uh, what of because of what the bible says about it and stuff and there's actually a lot of people out there that are also not too excited because there's so many dangers to implanting a chip into a human brain and basically linked linking us to computer interfaces linking us to artificial in intelligence and stuff and this is what a few people actually have to say about it and this is what based on society based on what um people society perceives as right and wrong have to say about the dangers of, of Neuralink and the, 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 the brain implant. It may fundamentally alter how we conceive of what it means to be human and how we communicate and interact with our fellow humans and non-humans. It might even represent uh, the next step in human e evolution. So what that person basically is saying is that, listen, the way our brain works, we know the emotional side, we have the intel intel 
in intelligence or intellect side of our brain and stuff like that and if we have to use now a chip to determine certain things it will alter the way we we we, we respond to specific things it will alter the way we we communicate communicate as humans um if you look at artificial intelligence and i think i was speaking to my brother from the not so tech tech show uh in kevin he's my brother from the not so tech tech show but um he basically we're basically speaking about artificial intelligence and the fact that as much as we can uh, we we can use artificial intelligence to solve a lot of issues they do not have the emotions that human ha have humans have so an art artificial intelligence nanny will not have the compassion th that you'll need to have th when you have a child and things like that now if we're implanting such things in our brain we'll basically take uh, take away the emotional side and the 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 ability to com communicate normally as humans if you even look at social media now and with all these emojis and stuff like that we've already lost a bit of our ability to communicate properly now imagine if we have that implant in our in our head uh, someone also said it would enable us to share our thoughts fears hopes and anxieties without demeaning ourselves with written or, or spoken language it's just like like i said with with the, the, your emojis if you look at if someone is feeling hungry you just send a, a hungry emoji if someone is 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 feeling angry or whatever there's emojis for every for every emotion now with this with this chip we will be able to share all of our fears our anxieties and stuff like that without having to speak or without having to write anything down so that is another crazy thing one consequence of this is that it would allow us to be connected at the bi biological level to the internet but it it's who would be connecting back with us how where why and when that are uh, those are the real questions so yes we'll be connected to the internet but the internet is a you know, it's 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 a, it's a it's a wide space it's crazy it's far it's it's, it's a vast uh place i mean there's so many things i don't know if you've watched the movie um Ralph breaks the internet. The way they depicted the the internet in that movie and stuff like that is is amazing because you literally see how big the internet is. Now, if our brains are connecting to the internet, who are we connecting to? Who's connecting back? There's so many viruses that 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 can that are in on the computer and stuff like that. If you look at hackers and all those stuff, so that is another pro problem with this. This person says Neuralink is not like putting an implant in your head designed to manage epilepsy seizures or a pacemaker in your heart this would be a, an elective surgery on presumably healthy people for non-medical purposes right there we are in a completely different ballpark both legally and ethically so now technology has advanced to a point where we can basically have pacemakers for people with heart conditions we can put in uh, implants where, that helps people with epileptic seizures and all of this and you can basically you usually know where to put it because you've done the research on the person and stuff like that but now this is healthy people do you understand and and if you look at the ethics behind that it's you know there's a lot of things to questions question and stuff but also if you look at 
it legally there's also a lot of things to question and Neuralink is essentially a communication system there is a small matter of regulation and control regardless of where you stand with the whole privacy and surveillance issue um, I cannot imagine to begin a scenario in which there would not be an endless number of governments, advertisers and insurance, insur insurers and marketing folks looking to tap into the very biological core of our uh, cognition to use it as a means of thwarting evildoers and selling you st stuff and what not to look forward to with that. This person is basically saying, I, I mean, I don't know if you... You can go back to one of my shows where I basically spoke about uh, government, uh, the government basically, and pri and privacy and stuff like that, and where they basically have have invented technology that can spot you just with your heartbeat. Now, with this technology, how much more or how much less will we have our privacy, basically? Because then they can track you with a chip number. They can track you. There's so much privacy that will be taken away I, in in the show in that show i basically spoke about the fact that in this new smart tvs you can't they actually write it in their clause that you can't have a private or confidential conversation in front of your tv even if it's off now that you can do something about you can go into a room where there's no tv and stuff like that even um i was speaking to someone where we were speaking about something and siri just went on uh siri just went on and and was listening we basically say siri is listening and that's basically private matters and things like that now imagine with this technology there's nothing you can do with about it with siri we can put our phone away with with the tv you can go into a room where the tv is not but now with this in our brain imagine what insurance companies can do imagine what uh there's like just so many so much of our privacy that will go away and what if the the next person says what if the the tech normalizes to such a point that we be it becomes mandatory for future generations to have a whole brain implant at birth to combat illegal or immoral behavior this obviously opens up a massive set of questions that go far beyond the technical hurdles that might not uh, that might not be cleared. It nonetheless matters that we think about them now. So, what this person is basically saying is that okay, now in 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 the current time and stuff, we have an option of whether we want to have this in our in our brains or not. But if you look at the future. Imagine now they start saying from the time a person is born the chip has to be implanted in their in their heads for Immoral behavior whatever or for whatever legal issues they want to use it We need to start thinking about those things now We need to start thinking about the problems that this may cause in society the change in society that it may co it, it may cause uh, if you look at how the, the history of, of human behavior whatever Technology has basically made it harder and harder for us to communicate. Yes, it makes it enables us to communicate things faster It enables us to learn things faster, but also 
also it has made it very hard for if you look at the millennials millennials or as I call them the microwave generation they can't communicate they don't know how to communicate without having a phone in their hands having a proper conversation if you walk into a coffee shop what do you see a couple is sitting there together and there's the phone in their hand you walk into people's houses everyone is in their own room and they have their phones in their hand chatting on social media sending each other texts while they're in the houses and stuff like that my family does that sometimes just because we want to make a joke or whatever but that's how society has turned out to be now if we have a chip like this in our heads imagine what the future of society will look like unable to communicate because hey we could just use the chip in our head and things like that yes there's good things there's advantages to it but we also need to look at the disadvantages um there's also the issue of security like the, this like i said earlier this person says if we've learned one thing from the era of smart in, in inverted commas everything is that smart is exploitable so yeah smart in in, in all, all as like I've been saying with all these technology things, yes, it's awesome. Yes, there's amazing advantages to it, but it is exploitable. There, how many more government leaks will there be out there? How many more? Uh, Christian persecution if you look at it how much more Christian persecution will take place with a chip like this in our in our brains and stuff like that and yeah so that's basically what society sees as a problem now if you look at the biblical view of of stuff in in the book of revelation it actually speaks about the fact that a chip will be implanted on our foreheads which is our Mind. I mean, it has to be implanted in our heads, but where in our heads are they going to implant this and stuff? It will be implanted in our foreheads and on our wrists. And if you look at what the Bible basically says, if you look at what the Bible basically says about all of this, in the book of Revelation, it actually speaks about the fact that chips will be implanted in our foreheads and on our wrists, and you'll basically not be able to live without it. Um, you won't be able to buy things without it. You won't be able to um, live life without it. And that's how they'll they'll basically bring out the Christians because now you'll need to live life. But if you denounce Christ, then you'll get the chip. And if you don't denounce Christ, then you won't get the chip. And then you won't be able to live and stuff like that. And all of this is basically leading up to the end times. Now, as a Christian, I wouldn't get the chip because I don't want to have government control my brain and now if I don't denounce Christ then I'll die all, all of that all of that is it, we can all stop it now and as a Christian if you listen to this as a Christian you should you shouldn't be happy about the fact yes the technology is cool yeah we can do all these things but you shouldn't be happy about the fact that they're actually creating technology like this because now it's actually the, the end times are coming sooner than we think it could be you know do you understand all of this is is happening and it's basically showing us that the end times is coming and as much as the technology is cool as much as um listen elon musk is doing great and innovative things and stuff but this 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 specific thing is a no-no i don't agree with it at all i don't think that it should be invented i don't think they should carry on or go into human trials i mean I've watched so many movies already where this can go wrong, like extremely wrong and stuff. But hey, the Bible says it's a no-no, so it's a no-no for this 
whole thing yeah and we've come to the end of the show I mean, it's been interesting hearing about this new um, computer brain interface thing that Elon Musk is creating and stuff and what people actually have to say about it. There are so many different opinions about it, but personally for me, the Bible says that it's a no-go zone. So for me, it is a no-go zone. If you're a Christian, it is a no, 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 no capital go zone uh, with this whole technology and stuff. There's so many other things that we can invent, but not this. This is way out of our our control as humans. Um, I honestly believe that we're going to destroy ourselves. We won't be able to communicate the way we should communicate. I mean, virtual virtual realities and artificial intelligence is all cool, but to a certain extent. Yeah, that is my personal opinion. But before I close, I want to ask you, what are your thoughts with this whole this whole Elon Musk uh, computer brain interface thing. What what do you think? Please, please do comment. And you can catch us on our website at www.activefm.co.za. You can comment on Instagram at activefm777. And you can uh, basically DM me on my Instagram page at Cynthia underscore Gigs. And Gigs is spelled G-I-K-S. I was about to say C-I-K-S, but no. Gix is spelled G-I-K-S. So please do comment. I really, really want to hear what you have to say. DM me, po- uh, comment on the post. Uh, DM Active FM. We really want to hear what you have to say about do you agree with the technology? Do you disagree with the technology? What are your thoughts? Let us know. Like I said, you can catch us on Instagram at ActiveFM777 and you can also catch me on my personal Instagram page at Cynthia underscore Geeks and Geeks is spelled G-I-K-S I'm your girl Cynthia but you know you can call me Geeks right here on Active FM where Christ music is hot music peace Christ music is hot music Christ music is hot music